I want to deal with this topic of burning sage to get rid of evil spirits because I really believe that this is not a biblical belief and it's definitely something that we need to dig a little deeper with. Um, I want to go to scripture because that's the best place to go and the best place to stay when you're dealing with these type of topics or, you know, you know, according to spiritual matters. So let's go to Matthew chapter 17. Sorry. Okay, so we're going to go to Matthew chapter 17, beginning at verse 17. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him, and the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, verily I say unto you, If ye have faith as a green grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, Remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out by prayer and fasting. Now, I know a lot of people use that particular uh this particular scripture about, you know, having grain as a mustard seed for and they pretty much take it out of context and apply it to whatever you want. Uh, and then if you, if you just believe, just all you gotta do is believe it. The Lord will do it for you. But if you look at the whole passage, he's talking about a specific incident. He's talking about a specific situation and, and he's dealing with, if you believe that you can overcome the enemy and take authority over him in the life of another person. So yes, there's only a certain level that we can help a person, but in the, what the Lord is talking about in this incident instance is why the why the enemy was not able to be cast out of this child by the disciples and that was what was going on so he was saying nothing shall be impossible unto us if we believe in the in this in the um redeeming work and the salvation of christ and that's why he said i've been hanging around with y'all this whole time and i've been doing all these miracles in front of you and you know who i am you should know that the finished the work is already finished through jesus so you should have been able to take a, you should have been able to, able to take authority over the over the enemy in this child in this particular person that was possessed. So that's what was going on in this in this situation. And so then he ended it off by saying, "How be it in verse twenty one, this kind goeth not out by but but by prayer and fasting." And so he didn't say anything about burning sage. I'm not trying to be funny, but it's like the Lord didn't give us any instructions on doing any type of ritualistic things um he said you have to be in a position with the lord in your own life and you have to be subjected to the lord in your own life in these disciplines in order for you to be able to know the root cause of why somebody is um being tormented or being hassled by the devil so if you're just trying to go you know not blindly but if you're trying to go into situations where a person is truly under you know um they're under bondage you can't just be doing this in your own strength. You can't just be doing this in your own, you know, thinking that you have the power to do it. You have to be ability. You have to have the ability to to lean on the finished work of Christ. And so He is the one who will show you. He's the one who will show you what this person's root cause for being possessed is. Whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's um, 
some type of sexual deviance or whatever it is, once you lean on that knowledge, for, a lot of times the Holy Spirit is the one who, you know, now that Jesus is off the earth, you know, physically and, G, and the Holy Spirit is here working and dwelling in the saints. That is what we rely on. We rely on the, the finished work of Christ operating through the Holy Spirit to give us knowledge. And so, but if we're not disciplined, we're not disciplined enough to have, you know, time to go on a fast and we're not disciplined enough to have a, a consecrated time of prayer then how are we going to be able to be in tune with what's going on in this situation and then therefore deliver the person from this bondage because we're not in tune with the Holy Spirit enough. So when he said, if you have the faith of the mustard seed, you well, nothing will be impossible for you. He was talking specifically about taking authority over the enemy's kingdom. He was not talking about name it and claim it and just have faith for what you want. He was talking about warfare about you know spiritual warfare and specifically in this instance that's what he had to been talking about because that's what the incident that would happen right happened right before this um that's what was going on in this passage and so when you think about how we get so distracted we're looking for quick fixes you know and it obviously the um the disciples got caught up in that too even though they were hanging around Jesus and they they were experiencing his life they didn't think they they themselves they had unbelief within themselves that they could do the same things because if they really truly believed in the finished work of Christ that that he, they that they could also possess that ability to do those things then the lord was saying yeah this shouldn't have been something you should have been able to do by now without me needing to come over here and do this he was like i've already equipped you guys to do this type of work and so the fact that you weren't able to do it is it, it was at that point it was a little disappointing because they should have known by they should have known better by then but how much as as we as christians have been in the faith for 50 years 60 years and we still are looking for quick fixes instead of getting back to those disciplines that the holy that the holy spirit is going to urge you to do and that the and that jesus told us was required um and when we're doing those things then everything does seem to make more sense to you not not that you can know all things that you but you'll know what you need to know i'll put it that way you'll you'll know enough about um what this person is dealing with the holy spirit will reveal it to you where you can go to that root and you can just pluck it out and move on you know and so that like that's exactly what jesus did in this incident the child was was healed within the hour you know it was healed instantly once the Lord took authority over that tormenting spirit that was on this child. And that also lets you know that children can be possessed. Children can be um, being tormented. Not, you know, the enemy doesn't leave them alone either. You know, we, we sometimes always try to make excuses for a child that is in rebellion, that is caught up in, these, in some things. But now that there's more, you know, incidents where children are murdering, children are you know, doing heinous crimes and things like that. Now people are starting to say, okay, what what was the disconnect here? What happened to this child? Do they have a, a multiple personality? They're trying to, you know, explain it away that it was just a, a demonic presence in this person that was not dealt with, that was not cast out. And they continued to escalate, you know, and they, and they were, they became completely uh, tormented and completely uh, obedient to that, that tormenting spirit that was operating in them. So, Getting back to uh, what I was talking about, the sage, though, um, that I don't know the origin of where that came from, but I will say that I believe it's just a superstition. I really believe that it is. Um, and I have to admit, like when I did it years ago, when I was instructed by a family member to do it, 
it didn't really do anything. I mean, I still was having anxiety attacks. I still was having issues or whatever after I burned sage because it's not the power is not in us doing something if if it's not connected to the finished work of Christ. So you can burn all the sage you want. You can sing all the hallelujahs you want. I'm not trying to be funny, but like you can do whatever you want. But if you don't go back to the basics and you don't go back to leaning on the on the finished work of Christ, then everything you're doing is is just a joke to the enemy, you know, because he, he, he doesn't care. Do you think this, oh, the evil spirits are scared of a sage? And there was times when I was younger in my 20s and I knew that there was something in my room. Like it just seemed like something was off and it was it seemed like something was in my room. And I just said, Jesus, like I, that's all I had the strength to do was just to scream Jesus. And it left. I didn't have to run to the kitchen and get some sage out. I didn't even know to do that. I didn't even know to, you know, to do any of that kind of stuff. All I knew was in my spirit, I was crying loudly, Jesus. And I, and I verbally said it and whatever presence was in my room, it went away. And so I'm telling you, there's, there's power, there's power in that name. Truly, uh, there's power in the name of Jesus. But if you want to cast the enemy out of someone else, like an evil spirit out of a different, of another person, that takes you know that 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 takes a, another form of belief and that and that and you know like you can believe in the finished work and you can be operating the Lord can be operating really strong in your life where you're you know but a lot of times the Lord doesn't want us to just be selfish he wants us to be able to set other people free he wants us to be concerned about other people and he doesn't want us to not be able to to help in those crisis situations when someone comes we should be able to have a word we should be able to have um the strength uh, through the finished work of Christ I can't say that enough to help this person out of this torment out of this bondage that they're in and so um that's what Jesus said he said he came to set the captives free and he came to heal the brokenhearted and to give them hope and so if we're around here thinking that all these other ways or solutions that are not really solutions then it's not going to bring the results that we want and then the enemy is actually happy that you didn't do the right thing so that you can start thinking oh it doesn't really I don't have any power like you know the enemy's so powerful no he's not but we have to be doing the right things that Christ actually instructed us to do in order to get the power and, and we have to know where the power Is coming from. So today I just want you to find time to read the word wherever the Lord leads you to read. Maybe you want to dig a little deeper in that passage that we just looked over Matthew chapter 17. Or maybe the Lord is leading you to read something else. But the main thing is for you to lean on the finished work of, of Christ in your life. And once you lean on his finished work, then you're able to basically take authority over anything that the enemy is trying to do but it's not in your power it's in the power of the lord and uh in his might and uh he is able to uncover all the works of darkness they will not have they will not prosper and we know this we've been we've been promised this in the word as the saints um that are operating in uh, doing the lord's bidding So I just want to thank you for listening and today be a better human.